Have you ever wondered how some of the most successful people in the world get to where they are? As you look at Christian leaders or church um, pastors or CEOs and executives, maybe even just folks in your neighborhood who you look at and you go, I wonder how they got to where they are. If you have, then this week's podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Diara Mendez. Welcome to Recovery Unplugged uh, here at America's Keswick, where we talk about all things recovery from a faith-based perspective, where we focus on the transformation that is in Christ and not just about behavioral modification. And so this week, we're talking about one of my favorite topics. We're talking about goal setting. And goal setting is one of those things that I think we all hear about, but we really don't always um, know exactly what to do. We've heard SMART goals, maybe. You've heard that you've got to know where you're going. And so today, I'm going to just take a few um, minutes of your time just to talk about what goal setting means in light of recovery, in light of your life, and how we can glorify God with the lives that we live. So my point this week is really, really quite simple. The point is you got to know where you want to go in order to get there. And you might be wondering, ah, it's the middle of the year. Nobody's really thinking about goals. Nobody's really talking about resolutions. But now is better than any time to really reassess where you are in terms of what you wanted to accomplish in 2022. You see, we all have just one life to live, and it's the greatest resource that we've been given. None of us have any more or less time than anyone else in any given day. And how we choose to allocate this life and that time that we've been giving makes all of the difference. As Christians, I believe that we will all stand accountable for what we did with our lives. And even if you're not a believer and you're watching this, don't you want to live a life that has meaning and that you're living um, for someone or something bigger than yourself? You know, that's actually what research shows, that people who live fulfilled lives are committed to something, some purpose that is far greater than themselves. And some of us might feel like we've lost time. You know, you've lived a few years in addiction or in codependency, failed marriages, failed relationships, estranged from your children. But the truth of the matter is, that's not true. Because our experiences in recovery um, is that we, we, because of it, we, we demonstrate something called grit and perseverance and resilience, which means we know how to get back up again, which means we know how to keep moving forward. And so I want to talk about um, today that I think really people in recovery are some of the grittiest folks that I know. And they're gritty and they're resilient because they learn how to set goals and move forward. You know, in recovery, one of the greatest goals that we can set is one of freedom. And I don't know about you, but the whole idea of freedom is certainly something that I want to pursue. Who wants to be in bondage uh, to things that are not safe, not good, not healthy for themselves, that hurts people around them? And so let's, when we're talking about goals, think of it from the perspective of what do you want your life to stand for? What do you want your life to mean when God calls you home? So there are a couple of benefits actually to goal setting. And one of them is it orients you in a direction. You know, we can pick any direction we want to go. And generally, the one that we look at is the, the direction that we, we go. Goals become the focal point of where you want to go, and it orients you to travel that journey along that path. Goals also motivate us. They give us a sense of purpose, um, of reason that we get up in the morning. Goals also help us make decisions. 
If you really want to be able to make wise decisions, um, be very clear about the goals that you're setting because they will actually become the filters for what you say yes and what you say no to. And still, with every good thing, there comes some some negative neg negativities. And so for those of us who might be type A personalities, goals can actually go too far. Uh, we can be so bent on achieving a goal because it's on a piece of paper, because it's on the to-do list, that when it realize, when we realize that mm, maybe this wasn't the, the best idea or things have changed, our circumstances have changed, we get rigid and we don't want to change directions. You know, they say that the, the, the best way to make God laugh is to tell him your plans. And while I don't necessarily go that far, I do believe that God asks us to make plans and hold them with an open palm so that he can intervene when it's necessary. Goals also can sometimes for people mean that they feel locked in. And especially when it's the wrong goal, that can be a disaster. And it's tough for a person who really likes to go with the flow. They don't like the fact that, well, I just can't wake up today and decide what I want to do. You could, but I guarantee that there's a better way. And the third thing is, the wrong goals will actually take you in the wrong direction. And so we're gonna talk a bit about how to avoid planning the wrong goals. So how do you know that you've set right goals? How do you ensure that your goals have, are meaningful and purposeful? And will those goals actually get you to where you want to be? Well, I believe that the right goals get you into the right destination. And the only way that you would come to those right goals is when you are very clear about the vision that you want for your future, even if that just means for this current season. Vision is like the North Star. Um, if at any point in the sky you look up and you want to reorient yourself to where North is or where East or West is, if you can find the North Star almost in any, any part of the Northern Hemisphere, it's going to be in about the same location when you look up. And so that's kind of what a goal does. It reorients you. It keeps you affixed on a point that can get you to where you're going. Proverbs says it like this, where there is no vision, people perish. You see, oftentimes we think that um, we need to be open and without plans in order to please God. But I believe that God likes it when we make plans in consultation with him. The vision that God gives you for your life becomes the anchor by which you are grounded and rooted in him. So let's talk a little bit about three ways that we create vision for our lives. The goals come out of these three things. And the first one is our commitments. If vision is the North Star, then commitments is the anchor that keeps you from drifting when it's time to reorient yourself. They evolve over time and they become your core values. They're intrinsic to the very heart of who you are. So commitments are, are, are grounded in what type of person do I want to be known as? What legacy do I want to leave behind? What values do I want to govern my life? For instance, as a believer in, as a, in Jesus, and my, my identification as a woman of faith is deeply important. It guides most of what I do. So I ask myself, where is God is at work in my life right now? And based on his word, who do I want to be? Do I want to be the Proverbs 31 woman? How do I want my family and friends to talk about me when I'm gone? Will they know that I was a believer when I'm no longer in their presence? Will the fragrance of my character be reflected of Christ? That becomes my commitment. That becomes the very thing that anchors me. 
The second part is then from our commitments, we develop our priorities. You know, priorities are those things that no one else really can do. Um, what season in life are you? For me, I'm a mom of young children, so my priority is my family. What are your current responsibilities? Well, I'm an, the enriched counselor here at America's Keswick, so some of my responsibilities are to the men and women who come through our addiction recovery program. I also have responsibilities at my local church. Those are the things that you need to consider. Are there roles that you play that nobody else does? I'm also married, and so no one else can be the wife to my husband. Nobody else can be the mother to my children. Nobody else can be a daughter to my parents. So the last question is, what must then I say no to so that I can say yes to the things that fall into these other categories? That's how we set our priorities. The third piece is that we need accountability and support. Who do you have in your corner right now that can hold you accountable? Who can call you on the curb when you're starting to drift off to the left? Who do you have on your support team that can help you get closer to your goal? If you're missing somebody, say you want to save money, but finances isn't really something that you do well, perhaps it's time for you to find a financial advisor. Say reading the Bible every day is something that you would like to do and to be more knowledgeable in the word of God. That might mean you need to join more Bible studies or more small groups or find a Bible reading partner or a prayer partner who can walk with you along that way. Who do you still need to get on your team in order to move forward? You know, I'm like a lot of women who love their planners. I like the stickers and the fancy pens and all of those things. Um, and one of the things that I realized about planners over the last few years is they really don't get me where I'm going unless I'm very clear about what that is. And so in spite of all that has happened over the last few years, um, one of the things that I realized is that when I got very clear about who I wanted, who God wanted me to be, what he was calling me to do, I was able to restructure my life. I was able to restructure my calendar. When I looked at my calendar, was it filled with the things that actually get me to where I'm supposed to go? Were they filled with the appointments that distracted me? See, that's a way that we can check ourselves and to find out, am I really heading in the direction that I want to go? And when we find out that we're not, we can go back and look at the goals, not to shame ourselves, but to really wonder, is this really the goal that I want to achieve? Remember, only the right goals will get you to, to the right destination. And the right goals only come when you have a clear vision of where it is that you want to be. Even when there is a 75 mile detour that life throws at you, when you are clear about the destination that you want to get to, doesn't matter. You will instinctively reorient yourself and get yourself back on track so that you can adapt. You know, clear vision helps you set the right goals, which keeps you anchored to the right things. And oftentimes we set goals because we think we should or because they're popular, you know, get healthy, eat better, save money, get out of debt. But sometimes our goals really need to be a bit more basic. They need to be about the vision that God has given you for your life that brings fulfillment to you and glory to his kingdom. You see, when you're motivated by such a purpose, a purpose that is connected to eternity, there's nothing that can stop you. 
the God of heaven is on your side, making sure that you will have the right opportunities, that when you put in the work, when you pray and you agree with God about what it is that's supposed to happen in your life, that he will give you the opportunities you need in order to get where you're supposed to be. When you're clear about where you're going, you don't have to sweat the small stuff. Of course, the enemy is going to fight. Of course, the enemy is going to bring challenges and life is just going to happen and mistakes are going to happen. But I promise you that when you commit your goals, when you commit your ways to God, he will give you the desires of your heart. He will not only delight in you, but you will be able to delight in him. So this week, I want you to go back, look at your calendar from the last six months. Look at those resolutions that you wrote down in January. And I want you to really pray over them and look at them and see, are these really the right goals for me this year? Or were these just nice to haves? What really gets you up in the morning? What is that whisper God has in your ear that says, this is what I want you to do? Take some time, dream, cast the vision, answer these questions that I shared with you for yourself and see what you come up with so that you can make a plan to end 2022 as the very best year ever.